This episode of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry is brought to you by Densdeck Roofboards. To learn more, go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks. Welcome to Stories of an Extraordinary Industry podcast, a production of the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble. As always, our goal is you would be proud of the great things being done in the roofing industry, and you might learn something along the way. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you like what you hear, give the podcast a thumbs up and a rating in whatever platform you are listening. What could your business accomplish if it had no limits? What could you bring your industry if you were able to push the boundaries of the status quo and innovate repeatedly? Maybe all these ideas scare you. Maybe they seem out of reach. Or maybe they intrigue you and you want to jumpstart some revolution in your company. Well, if so, our guest today is just the inspiration you need. You will soon learn through this story how much Microsoft has to do with the success and reinvention this entrepreneur does on a day-to-day basis. So let's start with Mr. Bill Gates himself. He once said, the advance of technology is based on making it fit in so that you don't really even notice it. So it's part of everyday life. One man who has tried every day to make better technology fit seamlessly within his company and the lives of those affected by his company is a gentleman we think you should know. My name is Ken Kelly. I'm president of Kelly Roofing, and we are located in Southwest Florida. I grew up in the roofing business. I watched my father, who had the business originally started in 1972, so that makes us over a 50-year company now. Dad actually learned roofing in prison, which is strange. That's a whole other story in and of itself. But when he came down to South Florida to start a new life with my mother, he used the trade that he knew, which was roofing. And so he started to do roofing, but he was actually a journeyman roofer. So he was technically trained on how to do it the right way, which made him an excellent tradesman. However, they don't teach you the business side of the business when you're learning roofing in prison or in uh, the trades from a union shop. And what happened was dad would struggle for years and years. And I always felt like I was responsible and I wanted to do more. And so when I was in school, I would take courses that would help the business. At least I thought they would help the business, right? I took accounting, I took business law, economics, all the, the electives that I could run home to dad and I couldn't wait to tell him, hey, here's what I learned and I think this will make a difference in the business. Unfortunately, he may not have had the capacity, uh, whether it's time because of all of the hats that he was wearing or whether it was the, the background knowledge to implement a lot of those things. And in 1992, going into my senior year of high school, Hurricane Andrew hit Miami. And for, as a roofer, you respond. There was definite damage in our hometown, which is Naples, Florida, but the majority of the damage was in Miami, Homestead, and Southern Gables, the Coral Gables of Miami. And what we saw immediately is, first of all, having one more person in the company, for instance, myself, uh, made a big difference because before that, it was just my father and one employee. 
And when I came in, I brought some of those ideas that I learned in school and I was able to implement them in the company. And one of the biggest things that I brought was technology, software. I could write basic code. Now in those days, uh, in 1992, code was very rough, not like it is today where a lot of the scripts run themselves. But I was able to build complex Excel spreadsheets. I built a flat uh, Microsoft Access database. And what I was able to do was estimate and control cost much faster than what dad was doing prior. He was able to do maybe one or two good estimates a day, including writing the proposal on a typewriter and everything old school or handwrite it. I was able to automate that process to where if you just gave me the dimensions, I could give you a price and I can give you that price with options, upgrades, downgrades, those type of things. And then through the Access database, I was able to pump out templated proposals very efficiently. So we went from giving one or two estimates a day to 20 to 30 estimates a day. Ken's imagination and ability to dream of more efficient ways to do things within his father's company would begin to lay the groundwork for years of technological innovation for what began as just a small roofing company in Southern Florida. Not only did Ken's coding ability start them on the path to proficiency, his progressive mentality afforded them some great stories along the way. And it was pretty fun. We rented a, a car because the only company vehicle we had, we gave to our one employee so that he could do emergency repairs. And in this rental car, I had a dot matrix printer, a monochrome monitor, and a leading edge 386 computer where I was in the back seat and dad would yell down from the roof the measurements, I'd enter them in. By the time he took his ladder, put it back on the truck, I was reaching out the window and handing him a proposal that he could go and present and win the job on the spot. So all of a sudden, it, we realized technology was an accelerator, and that's what started our career. You heard it. Technology was an accelerator, not just for the company, but for Ken himself. He would soon find himself jumping ahead a few steps in life, and this innovative spirit was about to come in handy. Now, where it gets fun is I barely graduated because I missed 76 days of school my senior year trying to respond to Hurricane Andrew's damage. And in the end, when I graduated, since I was kind of in roofing before going on to college, I was working on the roof, just like I had done for almost that whole year. And my father and I were working on a roof together and I saw him, it was a pitched roof. And I saw him slip on some loose granules for, for the tear off from the tear off. And he went face first. It was only a single story building but he put his hands out to break his fall. And when he impacted the ground, he crushed all 28 bones in each wrist. And a South African doctor was able to carve bone out of his hip and reconstruct the bones in his wrist. But for two years, he was unable to use his hands. My mother, who was a registered nurse, was, stayed home and took care of him. And I ended up taking over the business at 17 years old. So I became one of the youngest licensed contractors in the state of Florida ever, uh, taking the license test shortly after my 18th birthday. And I've been doing it ever since as president. So I've just coming up on 30 years president of the company. But what's interesting is that same focus on technology 
I believe is what allowed me to succeed in business today. Because in the beginning, I was just some punk kid. There were some really well-established companies, they still, there still are, that are competitors today in our market. And how was a 17 or an 18 year old kid supposed to win out a bid against these other contractors? And the way I did that is through technology. I made our company look bigger and better than what it was. I innovated faster. Technology was an accelerator for Kelly Roofing. And as you heard Ken say, he had to innovate faster to move ahead of his competition and give Kelly Roofing longevity. Remember how we said Ken's mentality would afford some neat stories? Well, this continued when he took over the company. What I would do is I would pretend that I was just the guy coming to take the measurements. And I told the customer I'd get back to the office and they would work up the price and everything. Well, I would run back to the office real quick and I'd work up the price and I'd put it into this beautiful proposal package. And that proposal package had everything in it. It just looked really professional. So then what I'd do is I'd run back to the house that I gave this estimate to and I'd say, yeah, they, I was on my way by and they told me just to stop in and to give this to you. And if you had any questions, they, you know, I could go over it. And, and sure enough, I'd win the job. And that's how it started. That's what we did. So that's where technology helped us in our process to start into the roofing business from when I took over. Ken's bet on technology would pay off in multiple ways over the course of the next couple decades. And while some of his innovation called for large moves in the tech space, Many of them were small increments he would make over time. His story is one of daily revolution, pivoting in small steps every day to continually make his processes better, more seamless, and overall more adequate for an ever-changing environment. You know, we had this rule to where if we ever had to price something or order something more than once in a year, we would spend the time to build that out in the software. And that's a risk because when you're a smaller organization, time is your most valuable asset. And to drop back and to spend valuable time building a spreadsheet for something that you're only gonna use a couple of times a year, a lot of people would think we're wasteful. But where it paid dividends is when we started hiring, it was very easy for us to then take that technology, teach it to somebody and know that it would be accurate. There'd be no human interaction with it. It would just be the facts. You put in the size and then boom, it would spit out the purchase order for the supplier. You know, you were halfway there to being correct without those errors that, that humans do on a regular basis. That was a risk and that same mantra today follows through. We will absolutely take the time. We'd rather be the tortoise and not the hare. We, we are in this for the long run. We think it's better to worry about long-term success rather than trying to beat a monthly goal or worried about meeting expectations at the end of the quarter or the year. No, let's do this right. Let's make sure that we have a high quality product that is priced correctly. Don't worry about winning every single job because if we did, we couldn't do it. And not everyone is our client and so forth. So we take that risk today. Another risk that we took early on was betting on the Microsoft stack in the time that we did. At the time, Microsoft was not really popular. The iPhone was massively popular. Google was coming out with its business suite of software. 
And Microsoft was kind of coasting. They really didn't have innovative products for a period of years. They, they were just kind of resting on their laurels. And they had made some big mistakes. But what we saw was the ability to program internally and not have to rely on developers or not have to rely on a software platform that was already built out that we could just move into. Because if you move into a software platform that's already designed, it was designed by either a programmer who knows nothing about roofing, or it was designed by another roofer, and you will be pigeonholed into running your business the way they think business should be run. So having the ability to do things custom was very important to us. And the Dynamics platform from Microsoft gave us that customizable ability. The other thing that it did is allowed us to program in-house. It's a language that we can learn very easily with drag and drop, without code, and have a number of people, we call them champions within the organization, who embrace the technology, understand it to a deeper level, and can help advise us on how to improve it. So in our world, we are in a constant state of development. We call it agile. It's not just us, that's a very common way to program and it's been proven extremely successful. When we were first starting to program, that was not a popular way to go about it. There was a few companies, mostly out of Australia, that had embraced it and we jumped on it. And it turned out to be a better way to program in our opinion, because you start with something that works at a basic level. And then every week you improve it just incrementally. But imagine 52 weeks in a year times 12, 13 years now we've been programming on this platform. Imagine how seasoned and developed this software platform is. And every couple of weeks we put something new in that is truly moving the business forward. In order for Kelly Roofing to continually meet the market where it's headed, there must be incremental change every day. And if Kelly Roofing is going to do this successfully, they need employees to buy into their innovative ways. The neat thing about having everyone in the organization embracing a culture of change is you have people who are on the front line who truly feel and know that what they say matters. And because they're interacting with the customers or the vendors or the suppliers, the manufacturers directly, they are your best line of new ideas. So at any time we have a culture within our organization on a weekly basis, every meeting has the ability for people to bring new ideas. And then we add them to a list, we put them into future development and they see their ideas come to fruition. One such member of this team who is embracing the way forward is Ken's brother, Joe. Being seven years younger meant he joined the company much later, but he is still bringing his own views of the future to the sales side of the business. My name is Joe Kelly. I work with Kelly Roofing. I handle everything uh, sales related. I am the sales manager at Kelly Roofing. When I joined, it was right around the time where digital cameras were becoming a thing. And so we were able to take pictures of the guy's roof, of what was wrong with it, come down to the truck, upload it to the computer, print it out in a report style with, you know, pictures. And, you know, it looked very professional, like somebody worked on it for hours at an office because we had it, you know, templated out to make it real easy. 
And, you know, half of my presentation was the customers just in awe. They're like, oh, are these my pictures of my roof? That's, this is amazing. This is a better report than, than I've ever seen before. And you just did this in your truck. And I, you know, just the wow factor alone, I think, helped give credibility to the fact that you were professional and, and you were, uh, you know, different than your competition. And it, it kind of gave us an advantage. So that was another thing where, where we saw technology and because we saw the power of that, we've always tried to stay on the forefront or one step ahead. So today it's not the digital pictures, it's the GoPro camera and we take a video inspection instead of digital pictures. Now we're experimenting with drones to see how that can bring another level to it. So we're always trying to stay in the forefront. So we always have that wow factor and we're bringing the, the neatest and coolest things to, the, to our clients. Implementing technology into your business can be daunting. Where do you even get started? Ken will tell us that and more, but first. Your roof job from six months ago is calling and it's probably not to say thank you. Remember when they said a cover board didn't matter? That's because building owners don't always think about the battering their rooftops may take over a lifetime. Densdeck roof boards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs like solar panels or HVAC, catastrophic weather events, and fire. Make sure Densdeck roof board doesn't get value engineered out of your next job. You'll strengthen your rooftops and your client relationships. Visit densdeck.com slash stop callbacks for more information. We have been telling the story of Ken Kelly, owner and innovator extraordinaire at Kelly Roofing in Southwest Florida. We met his brother, Joe, who runs the sales side of the business. Joe gave us an example of how technology has changed the efficiency of his job and made the company look so appealing to customers. Ken weighs in on this and how he believes starting your innovation in the sales department is the way to go. I want to make sure that my customer has a fantastic journey from the moment they start looking for a roofer all the way through to the end when we're performing ongoing maintenance every other year. And so if we start at the very beginning, the sales side of the process, and we use technology to improve that, you're already setting the stage for a better experience than your competitors are able to deliver. It also forces you to promise things that your organization then has to deliver on. For instance, if our sales team says within 24 hours, someone in operations will contact you to confirm the details of what we just discussed and to provide you a scheduling date, somebody from operations better follow up within 24 hours or the salesperson looks like they're a liar and the organization doesn't know what it's doing. So the software becomes a silent manager to pass that information on to make sure that our operations team delivers on that. And if not, if it gets close to that window and it hasn't happened, management gets an alert via an automated workflow to jump on it and make sure that it happens. While the sales team is a vital component to the lifeblood of a company, there are many other positions that are crucial to making this business stay on course. Ken's commitment into making sure he hires the right people is tantamount to his success. You must have employees that buy into your processes and future plans. In our organization, we have a fundamental belief in the vision and where we're going. And the analogy that we use is John F. Kennedy was walking through the Kennedy Space Center 
and he walked by a gentleman who was sweeping the floor in the hallway. And you can imagine the president has an entourage. So the gentleman who was sweeping the floor stood to the side, leaned on his broom. And as the president walked by, the president stopped and said, hi, what, what do you do here? And the gentleman responded, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Even the janitor understood the importance that if those floors weren't clean, that place wasn't kept up, that that might jeopardize the mission to the moon. And if we have that same level within our organization, if everyone truly believes where you're going and truly understands how important their piece of the puzzle is to make that happen, you get an unbelievable culture. One person who is part of this type of culture at Kelly Roofing is a guy named Eddie. My name is Eddie Guevara. I am the president of the Naples branch at Kelly Roofing. When I first came you know, to Ken uh, back in 04, I didn't know roofing. But I knew software. I know I knew how to communicate, you know, and, and do all the things that I wanted to do through software. So it kind of opened, you know, my eyes. I say, you know, it, it's you don't need roofing to do roofing, but you know, you as long as you know how to take care of the customer and you know the mindset of what a customer wants, you can learn that as time goes on. Eddie may not have been a roofer to begin with, but he didn't need to be for Kelly Roofing to reach new levels of success, especially in the tech space, they needed an Eddie. Eddie has been able to execute Ken's visions and play an important part in the development of many of Kelly Roofing's processes. Technology is pretty much in every aspect of our company as far as what I do on a, on a day-to-day basis. I have our CRM software, our CRM platform, which basically controls all of our customer information. It also has a lot of automation behind it. With the software, one person can do the task of probably five, you know, let's just say in the office, uh, because just by updating certain fields in our CRM, it will automate a lot of the processes that we typically do manually, like notifying customers of updates via email, permitting, ordering materials, you know, these are all things that typically takes another task afterwards, but just by filling out certain things in our CRM, it will automate a lot of the processes that, you know, just an app or our CRM has been able to just, you know, take it to the next level. Ken's bet on technology and using it to propel his business landed Kelly Roofing as a prominent force in the sustainable energy construction space and has also afforded some cool opportunities along the way. A perfect example of embracing technology is when Tesla decided to come out with their roof system, but we were one of the first to jump on board. Unfortunately, in Florida, our codes were a little too stringent, so we were a little later to the game than we would have liked to have been. But there were three contractors in what they called the channel installer program prior to us. And there was a lot of learning. What was cool about Tesla is they have this rapid cadence of improvement that we have, and we embrace that fully. And what's neat is they too listen to their, not only their employees, but also their vendor partners and their channel partners. And so every week we have this conference call with Tesla leadership and we get to talk about some of the challenges and ideas for improvement. And it doesn't take but a week or two and you see those ideas turn around and be implemented. They are a very nimble organization. They're also a very flat organization. Like my project manager is only three removed from Elon. 
that is a really flat organization for a company of that size. But it's really neat to see that innovation happen and to be a part of it. The thing that Tesla allows us to do is to innovate on our own. And we were able to take some of the parts and pieces and change the way they're done to help improve wind resistance and longevity. Now, some of the parts I can't talk about because I'm under an NDA, but there's future versions that will come out that will have some of these improvements in it. And it's really neat to be a part of not just shaping our own organization, but potentially shaping what could be a worldwide phenomenon of creating power stations on every roof in the world. I mean, that's the goal to transition to sustainable energy. Uh, and then if we pair that with our power walls or our battery backup systems, now not only are we generating and storing and utilizing our own electricity, we become a micro power provider for our neighbors. That's where you can monetize it potentially, uh, but at the very least, it helps to avoid these blackouts and it, it helps with resiliency and uh, of course the green uh, side of things as well. So it's fun to be a part of that, especially on the innovation side. And we know for sure that it's definitely going to be a large part of the future of our industry. While working with Tesla did lend to an initial learning curve, Kelly Roofing was perfectly poised for the challenge because of the systems they already had in place. Most companies would probably not adapt so quickly to Tesla. And it was a learning curve for us at first because now you're not just doing roofing, but you're doing electrical and solar. And so now you're putting three trades into one. The fact that we had the backbone of our you know, way of how we did shingle tile and metal, uh, we were kind of able to adapt that same software and allowed us to manipulate it to quote it for Tesla. And then uh, even to the point to where we do the same thing we do with our roofs, you know, where it comes on to ordering and now even paying to the to the crew. So yeah, the technology has been a, a big part of us being able to do what we do. We've been installing Tesla for about two and a half years now. Uh, we were a part of their big blitz out in California when they launched the current product that we're using today, uh, where we they wanted to do 100 roofs in one week. So we sent out crews to help uh, participate in that program, and that gave us a lot of credibility. Then we did some innovating here in the state of Florida to, to increase the wind resistance and to improve on top of what is the most stringent code in the country. And that gave us more credibility. And over the last two years, uh, we've become one of the largest installers in the country. But more importantly, we feel like we're a part of Tesla. It's almost hard to say where Tesla stops and Kelly Roofing begins and vice versa. We're so integrated in the way we participate together to take care of customers and to install these roofs. It's really a neat uh, way to run a business because you have the supporting and backing of a much larger organization. And what we do here translates to something that improves for other contractors and other homeowners or building owners uh, you know, across the nation and now uh, across the world. We were the first installer to do an international install. We did the Four Seasons Resort in the island of Nevis. Uh, we did the first multifamily condo install. Uh, we've traveled, like we said, to, to install them. Um, we've done the first three-phase to single-phase conversion. Uh, we've done the largest single-family kilowatt system in the state of Florida, we've installed the most number of power walls on a single family home. Uh, you know, we've all these records 
And it's just because we're willing to take on the projects and try out the new system, you know, try it in things that it hasn't been done yet. We'll figure it out. We have great people on board and we have the support of Tesla. So uh, we'll make it work. In our early days, we remembered the challenges that came from traveling across the state to take care of Hurricane Andrew. It's a whole nother level of complexity when you have to worry about putting up employees, paying per diems, vehicles that break down and you don't have access to your mechanic, getting materials. It, there's just a lot of challenges. And because we were so uh, focused on our own territory, we had this rule that we weren't going to travel. Well, Tesla pushed us outside that comfort zone when they asked us to go participate in projects across the nation. And uh, now we don't have a problem traveling. We've worked all those bugs out and we feel like we have a really good system. And now we cover the entire state of Florida with Tesla. We don't have a problem going anywhere. And we've done some high profile projects outside of the state that we're very proud of. So it's really neat. It's, it's pushed us outside our comfort zone and, and for the better. At every turn, Kelly Roofing is pushing the tech envelope to make themselves better. Proof of this embrace can be found by looking no further than Microsoft itself. Microsoft recognized that a little roofing company in Southwest Florida was using a vast amount of the technology in the Dynamics platform. We were using more modules, more entities, more views, more workflows, more business rules than organizations that were significantly much larger than us. For instance, General Electric runs almost all of their divisions on the Dynamics platform. They make washing machines and they own NBC Studios. Right? They, they make airplane engines and military equipment. I mean, they just, they're everywhere. And little old Kelly Roofing was actually using more of the platform than they were. So Microsoft sent a film crew and one of their project managers out to our site to see what we were doing and how we were doing it. And in 2015, we were awarded with the Microsoft Visionary Award. It was us and 12 other companies, 13 total, including Pandora Jewelry, Trek Bicycle, Barclays Financial, Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, Delta Airlines. And it's just a great group that we happen to be on stage with winning this award. And that's really a testament to how embracing the technology and using it to its fullest is proven to be effective by winning that award. As Joe will explain, Ken's team is incredibly excited about the future of their technological progression especially in the solar space, and how their company is helping shape the future of the roofing landscape. Some of the, the stuff that's coming down the horizon that we're excited about is definitely the integration of solar and roof systems. So, you know, GAF is designing, you know, the solar shingle, and, and that's kind of being rolled out now. Tesla has their solar tile. What's exciting about that is, is that we're living through a time period where it's evolving, it's new to the market. And when you sit on contractor advisory boards and are able to share your roofing knowledge with these manufacturers that are designing these, it's so rewarding and neat to see like your input and your advice, you know, that you're trying to help grow this product actually come to reality and become like a mainstream product that everybody loves. And it's kind of like your fingerprint was on it a little bit. So it's very neat, unique to be in the times that we are to see these new products come into the market and be a part of, you know, the design process and, and working out the kinks, if you will, of, of a new product with these manufacturers. And Eddie, he continues to hone their CRM system day in and out. 
But he's also working on another process to add to their suite that will launch in the future. I would say CPQ is one software that we've been working on for about five years. And I think 2024, we will hopefully get that finished and get it launched out to the, to the team. Uh, CPQ is custom price quoting. And that's going to be like when you go and build a vehicle on a, on a website, let's say. Like, let's say you go to your favorite car manufacturer and you customize a, a car how you want it, the color you want, the wheels you want, and just kind of trim everything out the way you, you designed it. Then you get your price. That's what this is going to be like. So you're going to put in the measurements of the roof. You're going to basically find out what the customer is wanting, tailor that, the layout to what they want, and, and it gives them the price. Instead of through an Excel, it's all through a browser and, and you can do it through a website. Uh, that's going to give us a lot of possibilities, you know, from there in the future as well for, you know, just being able to get aerial measurements, put it into an estimate software and, you know, out comes the price to the customers. This type of commitment to technological advancement can be daunting. So what would Kelly Roofing advise someone to do who is interested in this space? I'm frequently asked, where is the best place to start? if an organization wants to implement technology? And my answer is, first of all, understand that there is no one solution that's gonna solve all of your needs. The solutions that are out there, you will run up against a wall eventually. You know, if, if you grow, if you're, if you're a growth-minded organization, you will eventually hit a wall. It, however, in today's day and age, there are so many connectors that help us to take individual software platforms that are really good at what they do and connect them and talk bi-directionally to others to continue that automation, to help prevent duplicate data entry and so forth, that I wouldn't be scared starting small. My suggestion, start with a program or build one yourself that allows you to estimate accurately. Then add on, a CRM or a customer relationship management program. I call them XRMs today because the X is a variable. It could be used to manage anything. I suggest a CRM that does a really good job of keeping track of all of your open opportunities, all the projects that you've completed, any contacts, accounts, or leads so that you're nurturing from the lead all the way through to production. And then after the job is complete, you go back into the nurturing process for maintenance. And that CRM system will help to automate it. While these practical tools are the best way to start your own company's innovative journey, Joe and Eddie give some wonderful insight to the freedom this type of progression has afforded their employees. They are hopeful people will look at these advancements as positive gains rather than negative losses. On the lines of technology, one of the other neat things to see is before technology, there was so much paperwork and clerical effort that we have a big staff that's doing nothing but it would seem like taking notes and, and data entry type stuff, you know? With the computer systems that automate most of the process and it takes away that clerical work, it frees up your employees to now be able to spend more time with your customers given a better level of customer service. So I think that's cool. A lot of people worry about technology taking over and now you don't have a job anymore. Where we looked at it as more of a tool to where now you can have better customer service uh, and, and work on other things and not just be bogged down with clerical, you know, data entry stuff. 
With their revolutionary approach to roofing, Ken, Joe, and Eddie are leading the charge in not only Southern Florida, but the entire nation. As they continue to lead progress in our industry, we are thankful for the focus they maintain on the individuals they serve. Ken, Joe, Eddie, you are extraordinary roofers. We've always kept a mindset of kind of like that older school principle of, you know, customers still need to hear from you. They still want to talk to you. So use technology as a confirmation. Don't use it as a primary form of contact because people still like phone calls. They still like to be talked to and, you know, get updates and questions, you know, that they might have that are small that they don't want to write an email to you about. They just want to quickly have a, a phone conversation with you. So, you know, technology sometimes takes away of that personal element of doing business. And we try not to let that happen in our company. We're a big fan of the Pareto 80-20 rule, where 20% of your processes are going to produce 80% of the results. And if you can automate or find technology to improve just those 20%, you'll make huge difference in your organization. So be simple about it. Be simple, start small, never forget your customers. The possibilities are endless. I'd like to thank Ken Kelly for sharing a bit of his story today. And a special thank you to Joe Kelly and Eddie Guevara for lending your voices to this podcast episode. We are grateful for all you have done to make the roofing industry excellent. We could not produce this episode without the help from our sponsor, Densdeck. Go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks to learn all about how Densdeck roof boards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs, catastrophic weather events, and fire. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone you know needs to hear it and give it a rating in whatever podcast platform you are listening. This episode was produced by Crystal Ribble and Alex Wart for the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble, and as always, be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry. Mm -hmm.